I'm probably at the podcast stage of quarantine now. I'm President Joe Biden. I'm here on Goofcast. Yeah, I'd rather be in a cast. Something appears to be wrong with my radio dial. That's just Goofcast, punk. You listen to Goofcast. Please stop goofing on me. Hello and welcome everyone to Goofcast. My name is Michael Prims and I will be your host today and always. Uh, I would like to shout out everybody who is a returning listener. Thank you for spending some time with us once again. And for our new listeners for this episode, welcome, welcome, and I'm happy to have you. Today we have something special lined up. I am going to be investigating and hopefully trying to solve a local mystery in my hometown of Vaughan, Ontario. And that mystery is, did Alanis Morissette play the opening of my local mall, Vaughan Mills? This all started four years ago when my cousin Mike was working for a mechanical contracting company that previously worked on the construction of the Vaughn Mills Mall. And for those of you unaware of the area, Vaughn, Ontario is a suburb that is just north of the city of Toronto. It developed a lot later than the city of Toronto. I'm talking the late 90s to early 2000s is where it really started going. And now we're a congested busy mess as of the year 2021. I moved from Toronto to Vaughan in the early 2000s as all this development was going on, and I remember passing by the plot of land at Jane and Rutherford, where the Vaughan Mills Mall was set to be built. It was supposed to open back in 2002, but it was delayed until November 4th, 2004 when it opened to the public. And this mall was a big deal when it opened. Vaughn didn't have a really large mall. Like, you have Promenade and Thornhill, but that's really not that big. And now we have this huge outlet mall right across the way from Canada's Wonderland, our other main landmark. And the way I can describe Vaughn Mills is that it has really a little bit of everything. You have your you know, fancy clothes stores like Harry Rosen, you have streetwear like Nike and Adidas, uh, you know, your, your conventional stores that you think of, and also like a bunch of really random stuff. Like there was for a long time, a NASCAR go-karting arena, not arena, I guess, uh, a track that was inside and then also outside. And this giant uh, Bass Pro Shops outdoor world where, you know, you can buy a boat in the middle of the mall. Uh, There's all these, like, busts of animals around it. There's an aquarium inside. There's a shooting range. It's pretty wild. Vaughn Mills is a place where you can go into Harry Rosen and buy yourself a nice suit and a bow tie but then you can go to Outdoor World and buy yourself a crossbow while you're at it, and you can leave the mall looking like some sort of Grand Theft Auto character. It's a pretty, it's a pretty big mall. It's a, it was a pretty big deal when it opened. So now that that's out of the way, Mike D's working for the mechanical contracting company that worked on Vaughn Mills Mall in its development. And as he was working there one day, he sent a message in our group chat saying that him and a co-worker got to talking, and the co-worker mentioned that Alanis Morissette 
performed a concert in celebration of the mall being completed. I got this message and my curiosity was piqued because if there's one thing I can tell you about myself that you may already know is that I'm really into pop culture and also really into local history. And anytime the world of pop culture, especially movies, music, or TV shows, has intersected with the greater Toronto area, I could probably tell you about it. Sure, there's books written about the city of Toronto's impact on and intersections with popular culture, but the times in which this has happened in the more suburban areas of the GTA, where I grew up, are seldom discussed. I love hearing about movies and TV shows that were filmed in my neck of the woods, which includes the likes of John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness, David Cronenberg's The Dead Zone, David Ayer's 2016 Suicide Squad, and Adam Sandler's Billy Madison. And then for TV shows, you have Orphan Black, Hemlock Grove, Hannibal, Handmaid's Tale, Star Trek Voyage, and Umbrella Academy, just to name a few. And then for music, I've always been fascinated by Canada's Wonderland, the largest amusement park in Canada, located in the middle of the Greater Toronto Area, Vaughan Suburbs, hosting bands such as The Grateful Dead, Eric Clapton, and The Smiths throughout the 80s at their Kingswood Music Theatre, before the Molson Canadian Amphitheatre and the Air Canada Centre were built, which drove the bookings of major shows largely away from Kingswood. Still, driving by it now next to all this urban development and homes and the Vaughan Mills Mall and shops and whatever, it's so crazy to think that these legendary performances happened pretty much in my own backyard. Like, it's, it's crazy to think where there is now someone's house, they could have looked right into the theater and saw Morrissey performing How Soon Is Now. So all this considered, when Mike told me that Alanis Morissette played the opening of Vaughn Mills, I immediately went on to Google and searched it up. However, I found absolutely nothing. And in the years since Mike told me this, I've delved into researching this topic to varying success, but I've never really went all the way. But today on Goofcast, we're going deep down the rabbit hole to find out everything we can about this little-known, strange event to explore and hopefully end up with a detailed answer to the question of did Alanis Morissette play the opening of my local mall, Vaughn Mills, and here we go. To begin, let's start with the source. Here's Mike D explaining everything that he can recall about what this coworker told him while he was working for that mechanical contracting company. So Mike, I know it's been what, like maybe three, four years since you worked uh, for this company, but can you just take me through uh, what this guy said to you about Alanis Morissette playing the opening of the Vaughn Mills Mall? Yeah, so... I'll, I'll give you a bit, a bit of uh, an immersive answer. Let me, I'll, I'll start off. Um, basically, we're on this site and, and we're on a trailer. So we're kind of away from, from the office people and, you know, more, obviously more room to shoot the shit with like, you know, no uh, upper management lurking around. So it was lunchtime one day and, and we were on site with, with the construction crew and um, one of the people in the trailer had mentioned that um, he had worked on the Von Mills Mall project and as a gift 
to everyone that worked on the, the Von Mills Mall, like all the contractors, they basically, um, they invited, the like Von Mills invited everyone to uh, come out. I think, I want to say I'm 99% sure that they invited everyone to come out to the, to the actual mall and uh, watch this show put on by Alanis Morissette, which number one is, is a strange thing to think about because like no one's ever seen a concert in a mall. Well, actually, I don't know if there's any concert venues in, in malls around the world, but it's not a traditional thing to think of, um, you know, a fairly large act playing in a mall. Like only if, only if some, you know, you're able to rent out that space somehow. Yeah, I agree with Mike here. Thinking about Alanis Morissette playing in the middle of a mall for a public or private party is a strange thought. It would be the modern-day equivalent of a mall opening up anywhere in Ontario and Justin Bieber pulling up to play the opening, or maybe even Drake. Because, for those who are unaware, a little bit of background about Alanis Morissette, She is one of the most famous musicians from Canada. Born in Ottawa, she began as a dance-pop artist, but really made her mark in the mid-90s with her newfound angsty, alt-rock persona. She released albums like Jagged Little Pill in 1995 and Supposed Former Infatuation Junkie in 1998 to national and international acclaim. Songs like You Oughta Know, Hand In My Pocket, You Learn, Thank You, and Ironic have become cultural mainstays of the 90s that still permeate most major Canadian radio stations. And we also have our 40%, 30% CanCon radio station rules to boot, which means that we hear a lot of Alanis Morissette, and we'd probably be complaining about it if her songs weren't so good. She capitalized on not only the alternative rock, take-no-shit musical trends of the 90s, but her music also hit that refined, adult, contemporary, more complex-than-cheesy note of the times that put her alongside artists like Sheryl Crow, Ditto, and Tori Amos. That gave Alanis's audience a wide berth, with her music being listened among rebellious kids in Nirvana t-shirts, but also older folks at a dinner party. The latter of which occurred with guest star Alanis herself in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm from 2002. 2004, the year of the Vaughn Mills Mall opening, was a pretty active year for Alanis with the release of her sixth studio album, So-Called Chaos, which included a tour that spanned from June 25, 2004 and ended on October 1, 2004 in Japan. Much unlike other celebrities in the public eye, finding out where a musician is on a given day is pretty easy if they are regularly touring. So, if Alanis was on tour on November 4th, 2004, we'd be out of luck right there. There would be no investigation. But, the so-called Chaos Tour ended on October 1st, the mall opened on November 4th. That gives her just a little over a month of not being on tour. And yeah, I get that just because Alanis Morissette's not on tour doesn't mean she's just in Toronto and available to do a show in a mall. But what if that was partially true? Because the Globe and Mail reported on November 13th, a mere nine days after the mall's opening, that Alanis Morissette was spotted in Toronto on a break from filming a movie at a local pizza place downtown. 
So we've established that Alanis Morissette was not on tour on November 4th, 2004, and she was possibly in Toronto. Next up, we have two major things to figure out. Number one, was this indeed a private event open just to the developers of the mall and all involved? Or was this open to the public? And number two, did this concert really happen in the Vaughn Mills Mall? Or did it happen in a banquet hall, in an event space? A thing that you gotta know about Vaughn Woodbridge is that there are lots of banquet halls. There's a large portion of Italians who live here, and speaking as one of them, we love our big weddings and stag parties and confirmation parties in these banquet halls, and there's plenty to choose from. Me and Mike try to answer these questions. That's kind of the story I got. Yeah, they, they played them all, you know, got this sizable act to 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 gift off these contractors for build, building the uh this this outlet extravaganza in in Vaughn and and yeah so you believe that Alanis Morissette played the actual mall because what I've been thinking about here is that was this open to the public and she's playing in the mall was this in like a banquet hall uh, was it more like, you know, in, in privacy for the uh, developers of the mall as a, as a thank you, as a private thing, or was it for the public? Because like you said, it's, I mean, if you've been to Vaughn Mills, there's really not a big space for a musical act to play, especially not a musical act as big as Alanis Morissette. And like that food court is, is pretty small. Like I can't imagine, you know, Alanis you know, standing on the tables playing next to the uh, Manchu walk and the uh, New York fries. Like, it, it's a very strange thing to think. And, like, where would everybody stand? Like, around her? So did he, did he specifically say that it was in the mall? It was a private party? Like, what was the context for this performance? So the detail that I'm certain about is that it was a private event. Like, the public did not have access to it. It, was, it wasn't, like... You know, they were selling tickets to see Alanis Morissette on Ticketmaster at Vaughn Mills Mall. Like, it wasn't anything yeah. crazy like that, but uh, it was a private event. But the detail, I'm not certain. I'm, like, fairly... I want to say 99% certain, but now I'm questioning myself a bit. I want to say, though, that, yes, it was played in the mall. Yeah, maybe next to the Taco Bell, they were throwing French Wrap Supremes in the audience. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that that's those are the kind of de those are kind of the details that uh, that they that that guy gave me, and it's an odd reality to think of. So, hearing this information, I went to the Globe and Mail and Toronto Star newspaper online archives, which you can do if you have an account with Toronto Public Library. There's probably other ways to access it. Uh, most universities have a login to that archive but I went on there and I pretty much read every article that mentioned Alanis Morissette and or Vaughn Mills for the entire year of 2004. On Saturday October 30th 2004 the Toronto Star dedicated a two-page spread to informing the public of all of the celebrity appearances that were to occur in celebration of the opening of the mall on the next weekend. Just on the opening day alone of Thursday, November 4th, you had Peter Bergman from The Young and the Restless, Keisha Shante, 
pretty popular singer at the time, and Darcy Tucker of the Toronto Maple Leafs, all signing autographs. And you had the Nickelodeon guys from Canada's Wonderland come by, you know, there was SpongeBob, Patrick, Dora, Jimmy Neutron. I would imagine they, like, crossed the street over like a like a Canadian geese crossing, just a bunch of these goons in the middle of the road. Traffic had to stop. Maybe they had a police escort. I don't know. It's not in this paper. And he also had Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor. He's coming by, and I guess uh, he's going to uh, marry one of the women there. Whoever uh, buys the most from Tommy Hilfiger is going home with uh, 10 polos and one new husband. It was this entire event, and that was just the Thursday. The next day, November 5th, you have Borea Salming, legendary Leaf player doing autographs, uh, the performance by the Canadian Idol runner-up Gary Beals, playing his debut song, Better Luck Next Year. I guess November 6th, another Leaf player, Gary Roberts autographs. November 13th, Wendell Clark of the Leafs. November 14th, another musical performance. This is going all month. November 20th, Santa Claus pulls up. Oh, the big guy, Babu Natal, pulls up. November 21st, Jesse McCartney, a big uh, vocalist of the time. I remember seeing him on a family channel saying, my dad is not Paul. Uh, He's performing. And then December 4th, another... Uh, autograph session from a Canadian Idol failure. Oh, actually, no, this is actually the guy who won Canadian Idol, maybe because uh, his 15 minutes were up at the end of the month. Uh, he's there. He signed an autograph. So it was this month-long event. All these celebrities, Leaf players, singers, SpongeBob. But out of all these people that were named, out of all the people that pulled up, you'd think if Alanis Morissette was there, she'd be listed in one of these names, which leads me to believe this was not a public event. And if it was a public event, you would think that there would be some photographic evidence, some newspaper write-ups, blogs, something would be around if it was open to the general public, including Alanis Morissette superfans that could pull up. I kept searching and searching through the newspaper archives, and then I found something. A smoking gun, if you will. I'm just going to go ahead and read it. It's off a little side panel in the Globe and Mail, published on October 21st, 2004. It was some segment called Feed the Goats, where uh, whoever was the author of this is just kind of you know, making jokes and making fun of random little things happening in Toronto. There is, uh, like, Air Canada losing a bunch of money after having this big advertisement with Celine Dion. I don't know, maybe that's the next episode of Goofcast. Uh, a tour of the production facilities of uh, Nelvana and Chorus uh, Distribution, talking about how they make uh, the kids' shows. Some jokes about that, yada, yada, yada. At the bottom of it, we see... A headline, a little headline. Jagged Little Mall. Alanis Morissette isn't about to let Celine Dion have the corporate stage to herself. This is talking about that that Air Canada thing. Not to be outdone by Miss Dion's Air Canada gig, Miss Morissette will perform for a VIP private party November 3rd, one day before the official opening of the mall, Wednesday, November 3rd, 2004 to usher in the new Vaughn Mills shopping mall north of Toronto. 
It's the first enclosed shopping center to be built in Canada in 14 years, scheduled to open the following day. Hopefully, Miss Morissette's performance will start on time, given the many delays of the Vaughn Mills project. Ha, ah, very funny. But yeah, there it is. It was a VIP private party, not open to the public, and it existed. So, now what? Well, the first question that we still haven't answered is, did this performance happen in the mall, or did it happen in some outside place? The Vaughn Mills food court really isn't that big. It's really hard to imagine that there could have been a performance in there, like we have said. But Mike has a different theory. Another possibility could have been in uh, in the bowling alley that was that like opened when the mall opened, opened with the mall right in the mall, Lucky Strike Lanes or whatever it was called. But other than that, there's not too many other fathomable places in that mall that you could think like someone could hold a concert. Um, maybe in Bass Pro Shop, I don't know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that would be funny if Alanis is playing next to the friggin' moose and the badgers in there. <laughs> <laughs> isn't isn't it ironic <laughs> that, that 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 somebody is bowling a strike as I'm trying to sing? <laughs> bowling alley, food court, banquet hall. I want to find out where this event took place, and I want to find every detail out about it that I can. And there's four sources that I can now tap into. Number one is the City of Vaughn archives. I went through the archives. I went through all of the minutes of the project planning of the Vaughn Mills Mall with the City of Vaughn government, and it was pretty much all business. There was no colloquial talk of any kind, definitely no talk about an Alanis Morissette party. I tried to get them on the phone Maybe, you know, I could go visit the archives. Maybe they have some information. But unfortunately, Vaughn Public Libraries, as of this point of recording and as of the past few weeks, has been closed via the COVID-19 lockdown. And also, the city of Vaughn has been getting an exorbitant amount of calls from people trying to book vaccines, trying to circumnavigate the new lockdown rules of COVID. So my call about Alanis Morissette, although it's probably a palate cleanser for the people who work there, I couldn't get much time of day for that. So we're going to have to hold on to that avenue for now. Maybe I can return to it at some point, but that's going to have to stay for now. Then we have the ownership and company that runs the Vaughn Mills Mall itself. We have the company that Mike worked for. And we have Alanis Morissette herself. So I began sending emails to people associated with all three of these different avenues. For both the Vaughn Mills Mall and the Mechanical Contracting Company, I need to get really lucky that somebody who was working at either place back in 2004 is still active and remembers this event if they were even there. And then... To get in touch with Alanis Morissette off something that is, you know, kind of it's kind of stupid in the grand scheme of things is also going to be very tough. And Alanis Morissette right now is not just sitting around and and locked down, accessible. Like she's been busy. Uh, last summer she put out a new album called "Such Pretty Forks in the Road," and recently she put out a new single. 
And a week ago from this recording, she premiered it on Jimmy Fallon. So she's pretty busy. She might not have time for this. But we gave it a college try for each avenue. Things didn't go very far with the company that currently owns the Vaughn Mills Mall didn't really get much of a response. However, from the mechanical contracting company, I got in touch with some guys who Mike D knew from working there back in the day, and I was put in touch with the project superintendent of the Vaughn Mills Mall. Now, he didn't want to be identified, but I was able to call and interview him, and he's allowing me to play the audio on the podcast here today. And this project superintendent, who we're going to call John to keep things easy, was actually at the Alanis Morissette performance. Without further ado, here's that call. First off, uh, thank you so much for uh, uh, talking to me about this. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Not a problem. I don't know how much help I'll be, but it's uh, definitely going back in the memory bank. Yeah, any sources are appreciated here, and I know it's hard to recollect something that happened now like 17 years ago, but exactly. Yeah, if you could tell me anything that that you remember from this event, uh, that would help. So it was a closed party by invitation only. It, it wasn't an opening of the Bond Mills Mall. It was more for the government officials, the key players in the build to make it happen. Like from the states, there were people up from the states that were connected to that type of a box store um, construction. And now for the million dollar question. Did this event happen in the mall? Yeah, it happened right in the food court. Wow. And everyone, like, I guess they, they had the stage in the middle? They had the stage at one end, at the south end of the, uh, of the food court. Holy smokes. And, um... Yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of security, a lot of the usual thing that you would find with, uh, with that type of a celebrity. And there we have it, Alanis Morissette, live from the food court in the Vaughn Mills Mall. But I asked John, how was this possible within the sea of fast food storefronts and flying Crunchwrap Supremes? He let me know that this wasn't the food court that I'm used to. And we were making jokes, like, there's no way she played in the food court next to the Taco Bell. There's no way. But, I, like, I can't believe it was actually in the food court. Oh, no, no, buddy. There was drop sheets. This place, when they did it up with red carpet and drop sheets like curtains, it did not look like a food court. It had a wow factor to it. Wow. Yeah, no, it, it, it wasn't just, hey, let's put up a wooden stage and have all of the all of the perimeter uh, food courts visible. There was drop sheets in front of everything. It was just the largest surface area available for, for that kind of a, an in, a personal kind of venue. Wow. That's pretty incredible. This wasn't any run-of-the-mill Alanis Morissette concert. This was a luxury, lavish event. John goes on to describe that. And, like, was there, like, you know, food and drink and stuff like that? Oh, it was high-end. Oh. It was jumbo shrimp towers, Peking duck. It was everything fancy that you could think of. Holy moly. It was a high-end catered event. 
Here are some more details about the concert that John can remember. Uh, how long was Alanis Morissette on for? Honestly, I mean, I'd be really, I, I want to say like an hour. Oh, wow. It's a decent set. It was a decent set, yeah. I mean, it, uh, it, if it wasn't shy of an hour, it was close to it, if memory serves me correctly. Did she happen to, like, hang out after the show and talk to people, or was she on and off? No, I think she, uh, I think she was socializing. I think she was moving through the crowd. Cool. If memory, yeah, if memory serves me correctly. And if you can remember, did she play, like, uh, mostly the hits, or...? Yeah, it was mostly her hits. Oh, cool. I couldn't tell you which ones. <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. But it was her, it was all the recognizable Alanis Morissette songs. And there is our first-hand account of somebody that was actually at this event. I want to give a big thank you to, quote-unquote, John for his help. He knows who he is. Uh, that was awesome. And the only thing that's left to do is to try to contact Alanis Morissette. I emailed everybody who I could find online that was in any way connected to Alanis Morissette's management, her publicist, all those avenues, record labels, and I received a lot of no, and I received a lot of she is not doing interviews at this time. I was getting a little bit disheartened, but then one of her managers named Kevin reached out to me, and he said, although Alanis Morissette is not doing interviews at this time, I can definitely ask her about this event and see what she remembers. After a lot of follow-ups and back and forth, five days ago from this recording, the day finally came. Kevin reached out to me after talking to Alanis Morissette, and she doesn't remember <laughs> this event taking place. <laughs> well, isn't it ironic, don't you think, that we finally reach Alanis Morissette and she doesn't remember playing the Vaughn Mills Mall? But let's break this down, shall we? A celebrity like Alanis Morissette, especially a celebrity that was so huge in the time of the Vaughn Mills Mall being built, the late 90s, the early 2000s, every night of their life almost was something as grand as this, with jumbo shrimp and concerts and people. This was just another day at the office. So it's not unimaginable to think that she doesn't remember every little show that she's done. She probably remembers the big show in Japan on October 1st more than playing in this mall, as strange as it is, and you'd think it would kind of stick out a little bit, later on in November. All I can hope for now is to try to get this podcast episode over to the Alanis camp, and maybe it'll jog her memory. Her new single that I was talking about earlier, it's called I Miss the Band. It's a song about missing people, getting together because of COVID, but also, you know, missing the good old days, some nostalgia, and wanting to bring the band back together. Well, when that day finally comes, maybe, just maybe, they'll remember playing in the food court of the Vaughn Mills Mall. This has been a fun little investigation to go on, and I personally can't wait for COVID to be over 
so I can safely go to the Vaughn Mills Mall, stand in that food court, and think about white rafters and pecking duck without having to worry about white masks and viral bats. Thank you so much for listening to our little investigation today. I feel like we came pretty close to solving this mystery. But if you know anything about this event, if you have pictures of this event, video, any insider info, please contact me immediately. I would like to thank everybody for listening. Big thank you to Mike. Big thank you to John. Big thank you to Kevin. And if I find out anything more about this story, I will definitely make a little update episode. And yeah, stay tuned. And I'm here to remind you that you can follow me on at It's Goofcast on Instagram, as well as at Michael Prims on Instagram, and at Michael Prims on Twitter as well. And you ought to know that by now. See, it's, it's the song. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, everybody. Have a great rest of your morning, evening, afternoon, weekend. Have a great one.